to downtown Durham, North Carolina. Today's tour will give you a taste of what the Bull City has to offer. Our tour begins in the Visitor Info Center, located at 212 West Main Street, then we'll take you through CCB Plaza, the American Tobacco Campus, Five Points Intersection, and Convention Center Plaza in that order. Please pause as you explore and press play when you're ready to resume the route. Our Visitor Info Center is located at 212 West Main Street in the heart of downtown Durham. You can always find friendly volunteers here ready to answer your questions and provide you with printed materials to enhance your visit. Open hours change seasonally, so be sure to check online. And there is always a 24-hour bin outside where you can pick up printed guides. If you exit the Visitor Info Center, you will find yourself in the main hallway of the Trust Building. The Trust Building is one of the very first skyscrapers in North Carolina. It was also the first building in North Carolina that had an elevator. The display you'll find in the hallways was commissioned by the Museum of Durham History. If you proceed down the hallway, you can also hear the sounds of Durham's tobacco history. Leaving the Visitor Info Center, if you make a left and walk down the hallway, you'll find yourself in CCB Plaza just outside of our building. CCB Plaza is the heartbeat of the city. It is right in the middle of Durham's city center district. It is a community gathering space for major events such as rallies, protests, music and art festivals, and much more. If you turn right out of the trust building and look to your left, you will see a 2,000 pound, 10 foot bronze bull statue known affectionately as Major. The CCB Plaza name is a nod to Central Carolina Bank, which commissioned local artists Michael Wola and Leah Fushi to create the statue in memory of George Watts Hill. Hill was a World War II veteran and the bank's president and chairman of the board for more than 60 years. He was known to his friends as Major. Major the Bull is a great photo op as one of the more iconic parts of Durham. It is common lore to rub his horns for good luck. If you post any photos on Instagram, be sure to tag at DurhamNC for us to see you exploring. If you look up to the second tallest building in the skyline, you'll see the former Central Carolina Bank, which is now the 21C Museum Hotel. If the building style looks familiar, it's because it was designed by the same architect that designed the Empire State Building. It now houses a 24-7 art museum that is available to the general public free of charge, as well as the original bank vault housed in the basement. So you can have dinner at the Counting House restaurant, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the museum whether you're staying at the hotel or not. The Unscripted is the updated mid-century blue motel you'll find to your left. In addition to interesting artwork, live music, and other fun programming, you can find a pool deck and bar that is available to the public. Rounding out the three boutique hotels that you see from CCB Plaza, the Durham Hotel is a white mid-century building you can see to the left of the Unscripted. The Durham is also a restored bank building that was a home savings bank. If you are interested in mid-century modern design, we encourage you to go inside the lobby. It serves as a coffee bar during the day, as well as a restaurant for lunch and dinner. It also has a gorgeous rooftop bar with beautiful views of the city. Standing next to the unscripted hotel looking east, you'll find Parrish Street. Black Wall Street was the name given to Parrish Street in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Everyone from W.E.B. Du Bois to Booker T. Washington came to visit Durham as a model for a thriving black middle class. Durham is home to North Carolina Mutual Life, which was the first black-owned life insurance company in America, as well as Mechanics and Farmers Bank, 
which is the second oldest minority-owned bank in the United States. These two companies allowed many black-owned small businesses to open and thrive through the 1900s. You can find a number of historical markers down Paris Street commemorating this time period in Durham. The success of Black Wall Street was also tied to a thriving black neighborhood, Haiti. A quote-unquote urban renewal project in the 1970s destroyed much of the neighborhood to make way for a highway to connect downtown to the Research Triangle Park. The Haiti Heritage Center, which then was the St. Joseph African Methodist Episcopal Church, still stands today and has much more on the history of the neighborhood. Though public leaders made promises to rebuild Haiti in the 1970s, efforts to revive the area are now a priority of local community groups. Continuing our walking tour, if you proceed south along Corcoran Street, you'll find yourself at the intersection of Corcoran and Main Street. Durham has been called many things. It is the city of medicine, the tastiest town in the south, and it is also the startup capital of the south. Much of that title is due to the innovative startups coming out of American underground, which you will see across the street. More than 37% of companies are led by women, and 28% are led by a person of color. 52% are led by a woman and or person of color. Proceed south one block to the corner of Corcoran and Ramsier Street. On the right, you'll see the Corcoran Street parking deck, which is a popular option for parking for dining downtown or catching a show at the Durham Performing Arts Center. A fun fact about this parking deck is that it sits on the plot of land that Dr. Bartlett Durham donated and became the Durham Railroad Station. It quite literally put Durham on the map. It's a common misconception that Durham, North Carolina was named after Durham, England. In fact, it was named after Dr. Bartlett Durham. What you'll also see across the railroad tracks is the Old Bull Building. It is a national historic landmark. It is the oldest building that is still standing in its true form in Durham. It was first built in 1874 by William T. Blackwell. You'll notice the bull motif both here and throughout Durham. That comes from Blackwell and his unique brand of genuine Bull Durham smoking tobacco. Durham was home to the largest Confederate troop surrender of the American Civil War, which you can learn more about at Bennett Place State Historic Site in northern Durham. While the surrender was being sent to Washington, D.C., both Union and Confederate troops became hooked on the local tobacco. And when they returned home, they wanted it shipped to them. This turned Durham into one of the largest tobacco-producing cities in the world. You can find similar Bull Durham signs throughout the country. Blackwell and his colleagues were one of the first American entrepreneurs to believe in the power of advertising. So the bull became a mascot and murals were painted around the country. Many are still being discovered during demolitions and renovations. The old bull building serves as the entryway to the historic American Tobacco District. It was birthed from the former 1 million square foot American Tobacco Company. At one point, it was the largest tobacco company in the world. It was formed through a merger of several tobacco companies led by J.B. Duke. The most successful brands from the American Tobacco Company were Lucky Strike and Paul Mall. A fun fact about the American Tobacco Company is that it was one of the first 12 companies to be included in the Dow Jones Industrial Average in 1896. Pause the audio and continue across the railroad tracks south down Blackwell Street towards the American Tobacco Campus entrance on your right. Once you see American Tobacco in large letters, continue this tour. 
walk under the American tobacco sign, making a right off of Blackwell Street, and continue to a place known as The Cage. It is a basketball court owned by the YMCA. It is not available to the public, but often hosts events and different pickup games. As you walk around the cage, to your right, you'll start to hear the sounds of a man-made river. That river is turned on during the warmer months of the year. Around the corner from the cage, you will find a brick warehouse to the right. That is the home of Bert's Bees. What you'll notice opposite the building is Bert Shavit's home known as the Turkey Coop. It is on the north end of the American Tobacco Campus on the side of the man-made waterfalls. After Bert passed away, the company moved his original 320 square foot home from Maine all the way down to Durham to be just outside of its headquarters. There are a set of binoculars on the front porch. If you look through it, you can see what Bert would see where he originally lived in Maine. If you walk around the brick tobacco warehouse building that is Burt's Bees HQ, you'll find a stunning mural named Swarm. In 2016, Burt's Bees commissioned artist Matt Willey to paint one of his famous bee-themed murals on their headquarters. It is part of a larger series of honeybees painted across the world. The artist's goal is to paint 50,000 honeybees, which is the number of bees required for a healthy hive. It also makes for a lovely photo op. Take a moment to pause the audio tour and explore the mural, or continue the tour by walking back towards Bert's home. The next part of our tour will take you down the stairs along the path running alongside the river. Along the way, you will see a decreasing number of bays. Bay 6 is the studio space for WUNC North Carolina Public Radio. If you listen in the Raleigh-Durham area media market, you can listen to it at 91.3 FM. While you're walking down this way, on your left, you'll see the Full Frame Theater, a documentary film space also known as the Power Plant. Durham has a surprising tie to the filmmaking community. Durham is host to the Nevermore Horror Film Festival, Out South Queer Film Festival, and the Full Frame Documentary Film Festival, all held at the Carolina Theater. Near the power plant, towards the brick warehouse away from the river, you will see a door to the Walter Reed Art Gallery. You can stroll through to peruse the current art exhibit on display. There's a permanent exhibit of some original artwork and memorabilia of the past tobacco brands. Pause the audio tour here to explore the gallery or continue through the outdoor portion of the American Tobacco Campus. It's impossible to miss at this point in the tour. If you look towards the sky, you'll see Durham's iconic Lucky Strike water tower. You should be standing near the base of it at this point. During the summertime, it is home to concerts, night markets, and other community events. During the wintertime, some places around the country light up a Christmas tree. We light up a water tower. It is one of the most attended events in town every year. Folks are lined up from shoulder to shoulder to see Santa Claus light up the tower. Also near the tower, you'll notice a covered area with restaurants and shops to enjoy indoors or outside. Under this overpass, looking towards the water tower, you'll see an iconic Durham sign that is a wonderful spot to take photographs. 
It was commissioned as part of the city's 150th anniversary, and it was created in honor of the strength and resilience of Durham's citizens. At this point, you can pause the audio tour to explore this section of the American Tobacco Campus, or you can continue south and resume the tour once you have reached Jackie Robinson Drive. Once you hit Jackie Robinson Drive, if you make a left, you'll find your way to the main entrance of the Durham Bulls Athletic Park. It makes for a wonderful photo op, in addition to being a source for Bulls merchandise that make a great souvenir. The Durham Bulls Athletic Park first opened in 1995. It is a state-of-the-art baseball stadium that seats about 10,000 fans. It was the first sports stadium that had a brewery inside of it, the Bull Durham Beer Company. If you continue north along Blackwell Street, when you walk past the stadium, if you look to your right, you'll see the famous snorting bull sign. Movie enthusiasts will know the Durham Bulls became world famous through the movie Bull Durham. The snorting bull sign is made in the same likeness as the one in the movie. The original ballpark, the Durham Athletic Park, where the blockbuster movie was filmed, is a mile north from where you are standing right now. Those who are big fans of the movie can continue walking down Corcoran Street, all the way through the city center district and past Durham Central Park to find it as it appeared in the movie. The Durham Bulls team is a triple-A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. They have won every championship that there is to win in minor league baseball. Remember to earmark your calendar for special theme nights like Stranger Things Night and Affordable Eats Night every Thursday where concessions are at a discounted price. The tour will now bring you back up the hill, past the railroad tracks, headed towards Main Street. Pause the audio tour now to explore the shops and restaurants around the American Tobacco Campus and resume once you would like to continue north along Blackwell Street back to the center of downtown Durham. As you're walking back towards downtown, to the right, you'll see a large park, and beyond that, you'll see the Durham Performing Arts Center, or DPAC for short. It is a crown jewel of Durham. It is one of the top theaters in the country, ranked annually by many different magazines and different outlets. DPAC first opened in 2008. Today, DPAC hosts a Broadway season every year. Headliners include everything from Hamilton to Dear Evan Hansen to classics like Phantom of the Opera. You can also find nationally touring music acts, as well as famous stand-up comedians. There are approximately 2,700 seats in the theater, and each one has an excellent view of the stage. The box office is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and there are special behind-the-scenes tours on the second Monday of each month. Pause now to visit the Durham Performing Arts Center. Resume the audio tour after you've continued north along Blackwell Street, and you arrive at the intersection of Corcoran and Main. Turning left on Main Street will bring you to the main thoroughfare of Durham. As you walk towards the intersection known as Five Points, you'll notice a number of restaurants and shops. To your right, you'll see a mural called Wall of Hope. In 2008, Andrea Lynn collaborated on this mural with members of Threshold Clubhouse, a local organization dedicated to helping adults with severe mental illness. Lynn invited the community to leave their footprints on this mural's border. Former Durham Mayor Bill Bell was the first to leave his. 
The tallest building on your left is the Snow Building. Mrs. Anna Exum Snow commissioned the building in the 1920s, and it is one of the best examples of Art Deco design in the city. At the Five Points intersection, our tour will continue to the right. If you would like to carry on down Main Street, you will find yourself in the Bright Leaf District, which is full of locally owned restaurants and boutique shops among historic tobacco warehouses. Further on, you'll find yourself running into Duke's East Campus and eventually the 9th Street District. Heading north at the Five Points intersection, if you look to your right down East Chapel Hill Street, you'll see two beautiful murals. The one with the large monarch butterfly is Our Roots by Cornelio Campos, and it is inspired by the work of Diego Rivera. The one of Frida Kahlo, called I Am My Own Muse, is by muralist Cecilia Luesa. Visitors can interact with the two murals by downloading the augmented reality app Mariposa AR, developed by Code the Dream. If you'd like to do so, pause this recording and come back to the intersection once you're ready to proceed to the next spot. Head north on Morris Street, and at the end of the parking lot to your right, you'll find the stunning Durham Civil Rights Mural. It was created by 30 community members under the guidance of Brenda Miller-Holmes and Dr. Benjamin Speller, the former Dean of Library Sciences at North Carolina Central University. You can find national figures like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. There are also lesser-known stories like the Royal Seven, one of the first sit-ins that happened in North Carolina. There's also a QR code on the left side of the mural. If you scan it and take a few steps back, you can click on each of the people on the mural and learn about their stories. One story that was recently turned into a film is that of Anne Atwater and C.P. Ellis. They are in the left-hand corner of the mural. Their story was chronicled as a movie called The Best of Enemies, starring Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell. That premiere happened in Durham at the Carolina Theatre, which our tour will take you to in a few minutes. We encourage you to spend time here, using the QR code to learn more stories like The Secret Game, the South's first interracial college basketball game, or that of Julian Abel, the architect behind Duke University's West Campus. The Durham Arts Council is a hub for arts and culture in Durham. There are always award-winning exhibits located inside the building. The building itself is one of the oldest buildings in Durham, serving as the city's post office in the past. At this point in the audio tour, you can pause it now to explore the mural and the Durham Arts Council. When you are finished, go to the intersection of Morgan and Morris Street to resume the tour. To your left, you will see a pagoda-like building that was a former bus station. That is now the Museum of Durham History. Admission is free, and be sure to check their website for their latest hours. They have exhibits featuring more than 150 different changemakers from Durham's history, as well as rotating exhibits. Our tour continues to the right, but if you look down Morris Street, you will see the Imperial Building on the left. That was used as the locker rooms in the movie Bull Durham. And if you continue straight down Morris Street, you will run into the Durham Athletic Park, where the movie was filmed. Pause now and head east down West Morgan Street. Resume the audio tour when you have reached the Carolina Theatre. The Carolina Theatre is a beloved venue for all types of different performing arts. The beautiful Fletcher Hall has been restored to its original 1920s beau art style. 
There is a Confronting Change exhibit inside the theater that is open and available to check out before or after a show. It talks about the desegregation history in Durham. The Carolina Theater has hosted world premieres of the movies Bull Durham and The Best of Enemies. It has also hosted the likes of Ronald Reagan and Katherine Hepburn. Next to the Carolina Theater, just to the left, is a Carolina neon sign that is turned on at night. That is for Durham's only downtown movie theater. It doesn't play the blockbusters that you might see at more mainstream theaters. You are more likely to find classics as well as art house movies. To the left of the Carolina Theater is the Durham Convention Center. You'll notice a fountain with stairs leading up to it. Across the street is the Durham Armory. Those of you who like football and music might be familiar with the artist Ernie Barnes. The Durham native played football at NCCU and went on to play in the NFL. He was also a famous artist and one of his most famous paintings was The Sugar Shack. It was inspired from a time when, as a young boy, he snuck into a show at the Armory. The artwork is featured on the album I Want You by Marvin Gaye and in the television show Good Times. To round out our tour, we are on the corner of Foster and Morgan Street across from the Armory. Before heading back to CCB Plaza, if you choose to walk north along Foster Street, you will find a thriving area of downtown Durham. Down the hill, there are murals to find and explore. The Polly Murray mural is one of several across Durham. Dr. Reverend Polly Murray was the first queer Episcopalian priest and the first to become a saint. Her life is chronicled in the documentary, My Name is Polly Murray. Murray greatly inspired such historical figures as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Thurgood Marshall, and Eleanor Roosevelt. As you continue on down Foster Street, you will come across Durham Central Park. On Fridays during the summertime, you'll find music and other events happening. Saturday mornings bring one of the most popular events in town in the form of the Durham Farmers Market. With a hyper-local focus, it only allows farmers from within a 100-mile radius. There are also artists and other vendors. That ends our tour. If you walk south along Foster Street, you'll find yourself back at CCB Plaza, where Major the Bull will be ready to greet you. We hope you found this tour enjoyable. And if you have any more questions about Durham, please visit our Visitor Info Center at 212 West Main Street or go to discoverdurham.com.